Once upon a time, there was a woman called Susan Payton who was passionate about helping fellow business owners to clearly articulate their value to ideal customers with a simple messaging strategy, a story. Susan wrote an Amazon bestseller called The Business of Stories, which knocked Diary of a CEO and Dragon Stephen Bartlett off the top spot. And one afternoon, she joined the host of the Singing Teachers Talk podcast to share her experiences and to talk about her free five-day challenge that we, the reader, listener and voice coach, can join from the 4th of September 2023 to learn how to write our very own stories for our business. Susan Payton, it's lovely to meet you and to welcome you to the Singing Teachers Talk podcast. How are you? And I can see your book in the background there. Strategically placed. (laughs) Well, I'm kind of okay. I'm getting over COVID, but um, I'm getting there. So yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. So that word, you know, is it ever going to go away? (laughs) I don't think it is. I actually read something that says it's like cold and flu now. It'll just be here every year. It'll come round. Some years it will be worse than others. I mean, it definitely wasn't as bad the second time as it was the first time. So, <laughs> great. We'll just have to stick with it. But um, <laughs> if only it was like stories. That's my little segue there. Oh. Perfectly placed. I'm I'm glad stories are with us yes. forever. And for yes. me, the topic of business and stories is completely up my alley. My mum used to say if she ever took my sister and I out shopping, she wouldn't worry so much about me going missing because she'd know where to find me. Either that or she's being completely rude, <laughs> but she'd say that she'd know I'd be in some corner of the shop, sat on my coat with a book reading. Yeah. They've just always been my happy place. And I know that makes me yeah. sound like a complete wet nerd, but I don't care. No. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, it's the same. Like English was my favourite subject at school and... You know, both my girls, I used to love reading to them, like even to the point where they were like, Mom, we don't want you to read to us anymore. I was like, what? <laughs> you will sit down and you will yeah. let me tell you the story. Because <laughs> you're a teenager, doesn't it? <laughs> but we've been telling stories for thousands and thousands of years. I think the epic of Gilgamesh from the 7th century is BCE is thought to be one of the first ever told and it's baked on this clay in cuneiform scripts I think but what was it that made it very clear to you that storytelling is an effective marketing strategy for our business? Well um, I back in 2015 I created a community for women in business and this is before the days of you know millions of Facebook groups there wasn't Facebook groups wasn't really a thing then um so I was I was kind of looking for something myself for women in business and I couldn't find it so I decided to create something myself so I had an all singing all dancing website built with a forum that people could log on to and you know ask questions and have conversations um and it took months to build um, at great expense. And then somebody said to me, have you got Facebook groups? I was like, no, <laughs> what's that? And they were like, well, it's free and you can just create a group. And I was like, oh, my God. Anyway, went on to um, Facebook, created a group, built up a group of 1,500 women in business. It was called the Business of Mums at that point. Um and it was a great group and it was very engaged and I was putting lots of resources in there and I was having, um, I was kind of doing it. We didn't have lives then, but I was doing interviews with people and, you know, posting them in the group. 
So the group itself was great, but the problem was I hadn't really worked out how to make it a business. And even though I was offering some coaching because I'd always worked for myself and I knew that, you know, I had I had I could help women who wanted to start their own business, but nobody was buying that. They were engaging with the group, but they didn't really know why they would want to come and work with me one to one. And that's because I wasn't really articulating my value particularly well. I wasn't really clear myself who my ideal client was. Um, and I wasn't really talking about what I do in the right way. Um, but I didn't know what else to do. And I was doing all the marketing courses and, you know, learning about SEO and all of these things that were very confusing to me. I didn't, I'm not techie at all, which is probably why storytelling appeals to me so much. <laughs> because it's not techy. But um, I got to the point where I was actually sitting at this kitchen table one evening, having a very large glass of wine, feeling a bit tearful and saying to my husband, my group is great and people are interacting, but I haven't got a business. And it was quite a hard thing to admit because, you know, I'd kind of created this group and it was very engaged. It was quite a new thing then. It wasn't really working the way that I needed it to work to make to provide an income. So I said to my husband, I'm going to have to do something different. I'd even been to a marketing agency and paid them some money um, and they were doing some marketing things, but nothing was really working. And looking back now, I realized that, again, they didn't really ask me the questions that they should have asked me about me and what I'm about and, you know, who my customer is and what their story is and all of those things. Anyway, I went to bed that night thinking, I can't just carry on like this. Something's something's got to change. And I woke up the next morning and I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go into the group and I'm just going to be really honest. I'm just going to tell them the journey that I've been on. I'm going to tell them my story. I'm going to um, tell them why I created the group and what I hoped to, um, you know, achieve with the group, where I wanted it to go and just, just be really, really honest. So I did. I went into the group and like I say, there, were, there wasn't lives then. So I typed it all out. I put some photos in and I just told my story basically and then I published it in the group and I emailed it to everybody and then I had that moment where I sat there and I thought oh my god what have I done because it was a real story of ups and downs and you know highs and lows and what it was like being a single mum for a few years at that point I was a single mum my daughter was six um I'd had ME for a few years because of um, the stress of um, losing some property in the property market crash. You know, there was just various things. But I suddenly hit me that, oh, people could be in my group when they hear the, the story and, the, and you know, what I've been through. And actually, the opposite happened. You know, the, the things I was worried about. But actually, what happened was people started messaging me and saying, um, your story is just really resonated with me. Thank you so much for sharing it. You know, um, people started sharing their story with me. People started um, sharing stories in the group and talking about the power of stories. And the thing that really blew my mind is people started messaging me saying, how do we work with you? And what is it that you do? And can you help us tell our story? Because I literally went from nobody reaching out to me 
to I think I had like six clients within the next month, you know, paying clients. And all I'd done is go in and share my story. And so I just forgot about all the, you know, marketing tactics and things that I'd seen on the internet that I was supposed to be doing, you know, and I just focused on, I'm just going to share my story. I'm going to understand the people in my group and what their story is. And then I'm going to see what the connections are, you know, what's how our stories are connected, because that's what's really got me about the people that messaged to me was how many people said to me, I really resonate with your story. Not because any of their story was the same as mine, but because they got, you know, the challenges, the ups, the downs, the bumps, the bruises, you know, all of the things that you go through when you go on this roller coaster of a journey called owning your own business. <laughs> and they just got it, you know, and actually hearing somebody talk about it and be really honest about it. And the number of people that said to me, you know, your story is so inspiring. And I was really surprised. I was like, really? And they said, well, just because you've come out the other side, you know, and you're, and you're up to sharing it and you're, you're okay with being a bit vulnerable. And um, it was just such a game changer. And I just knew at that moment, I just knew, although I didn't actually become the business of stories for another year, but I knew that there was something there. And I knew at that moment that actually I've been focusing on completely the wrong things. I just needed to focus on understanding and sharing my story and understanding my customer story. How do we know which stories to tell? And are there certain ones that might be off-putting? I wouldn't be sharing stories about how you're struggling with the very thing that I'm coming to you for help with, you know. Um, so, or and I wouldn't share stories where it's still very raw and you're in the middle of it, you know, and maybe you haven't healed from it yet or, you know, it's 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 still quite triggering for you and, and you're kind of in it, you know. Then, I mean... Sometimes you can share it, 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 and there are ways to share stories and, and make them very relatable and relevant. But on the whole, I tend to suggest most people share stories that they can actually stand back from, you know, that you're not in it, you're kind of on it almost, and you're, you're, you can look in and you can share with some perspective. You can share the insights that you gained. You can share the lessons that you learned or how it helped you grow as a person or or how it actually was quite pivotal moment for you you know we don't always realize it you know I never knew sitting at that kitchen table that night I had no idea that in years to come I'd be telling the story of that moment there are stories that um, are not always the right time to share them and in fact one of the things I do with the people that I work with is help them to decide what stories they're ready to share and what stories maybe we need to park to one side and work on a little bit or let some time elapse before we share them. Um, and there are stories that that people decide to keep to themselves. You know, it, storytelling in business is not just about telling your deepest, darkest secrets, you know, or, or throwing random stories out there for the sake of it. We like everything in your business. We want to be strategic about it. We want to make sure the stories are relevant. We want to make sure that they're relatable. You know, we want to 
make sure that they've got some structure to them, that they make sense, that they're easy to read, that there's not too much in there. So, you know, there's lots of things that I help people with. But in essence, choosing the stories that you share is really just about letting the people that you love working with know who you are, get to to know you. You know, we choose people by how they make us feel, right? You're in relationships with people that you feel good being around, that that you like being around, that you have created and built a relationship with, people that you trust, you know, um, people that you feel connected with. So that's what we're doing when we're sharing stories is building those connections, building that trust and those relationships. So, I mean, I have a process in the book, which I take people through to help them unpack their stories. Um, And, you know, there's there's your personal story, which is very much about you and your journey and what led you here. And, um, you know, all those ups and downs and insights and lessons and setbacks and, you know, wins and all of the things that make you you. There's your business story. So, you know, businesses and brands don't just pop up from nowhere. There's always been a journey that's led to you being here doing what you now do. And that journey is full of stories. And then there's your customer story and who they are, what's going on for them, you know, what's what's their story and, and where do they want their story to go and how do you help them do that? So it's unpacking those stories that you start to understand the stories that you can share with your audience that are going to really resonate with them. Do you have to be a really good writer to engage with this? No, I don't think you do. I think there's some things you need to learn, definitely. Um, And when I think about the feedback that I give the people in my group, the most common feedback I give them is you've put way too much in there. Like, that's not one story. That's 10 stories. Yeah. <laughs> um, people try and put everything into one story, you know, or, or and in fact, I, I do a free five day challenge. And um, I tell people to choose one moment, right? just one moment on their journey. And most people come back and post their life story. <laughs> <laughs> because um and I think part of that maybe is that we that actually we want to tell that story we want to unpack it we want to craft it we want to have that core story um and of course I do help people craft their core story but um I I often see people just cramming way too much in story your storyline should be very very simple You know, like if you think of a film, if you think of The Wizard of Oz, the storyline is actually very simple. Dorothy has found herself in this strange place. She can't get back because her house has been smashed. She follows the elevator road. She goes to The Wizard of Oz and he shows her what to do to get back home. That's the storyline, right? Of course, lots of things happen along the way. There's lots of little story loops all through the film. But that's the storyline. And you need to have that clear storyline so that people don't get confused and think, oh, I'm a bit confused about what's happening now. So there are simple structures you can follow. There's there's definitely lots of guidelines about how to get your story out of your head. You know, it doesn't have to be written. You could talk, you could talk it into your phone um, and then, you know, write it up and edit it. 
But I think the key thing is one story at a time, you know, one one message, one story, keep it really, really simple so that people don't get confused or overwhelmed. I remember when I was doing some research, I think it was back in 2021 for a presentation that I did um, for vocology and practice. And I was doing some reading and I found that the annual review of psychology had published a study called The Neural Basis of Social Cognition and Story Comprehension. Um, And speaking about this at a World Science Festival in 2015, there was a writer and cognitive psychologist uh, and professor called Keith Oatley, who explained that how the meta-analysis carried out in the study looked at the relationship between stories and the ability to understand others. And there was a results in that study which showed that the same network which is activated in the brain when we try to understand others is the same that's activated when we read stories. So we can really see the scientific evidence in this review anyway, that reading somebody else's story can connect us in some way. Does it have to be just reading them though? Or can we still tell that story to the camera? Or does it not have the same effect? What's your thoughts there? I always say to approach your business and your marketing thinking, what would a storyteller do? How would a storyteller write this post? How would a storyteller record this video? Or do this webinar? Or have a conversation with a potential client? or write a proposal, or, you know, everything we do in our business, if we if we think like, if we approach it like a storyteller, like, is there a story I could put in here that would really get across what I'm trying to say? Or is there a story that would help the person that I'm aiming this at to see themselves in that story? So no, it's not just about writing stories and it's not about beautifully crafted narratives every time that take people on a journey. It could be two sentences. It could, you could tell a story in 30 seconds or three hours, you know, when you've got that simple storyline. So like I did sum up The Wizard of Oz in 30 seconds or it's a 90 minute movie, you know. So um in this day and age, absolutely video is um, so powerful. Um, and all predictions are that it's the way forward and that people will read posts less and less and engage with video more. Um, or audio. Lots of people are a big fan of audio. You know, they're at the gym or they're walking the dog and they're listening to things. Um I would say start with whatever you're most comfortable with. For some people, the idea of being in front of a camera just fills them with dread and they would much rather sit and write. Um, Lots of people find it very difficult to start with a blank screen, you know, and just literally think, I've got to write a story. So um, I have lots of prompts, you know, to help people with that, which I can send to you if any of your um, people would like to um, use those um but you know you if you are comfortable to do a video you could do a video I did a series of 60 second videos so again does not have to be long um I do lives sometimes and they can be around 20 minutes sometimes I record stuff um and sometimes I do audio. So uh, you can mix it up. But I, I would do what you're comfortable with, you know, especially if this is quite new to you, if you haven't done a lot of storytelling before. Um, I think the key is 
probably to first of all work out the stories that you want to share and how to share them and and that is what I wrote the book to help people do give them a, a process to follow um, choose the stories that they um, know will resonate with their ideal client um, and then just think about you know if, if you're a confident writer or if you know that feels the most comfortable to you, then start with writing. But you could always repurpose content in lots of ways. You know, you could start with talking into your phone, then you could turn that into a written post, then you could turn it into a a um, carousel, you know, create some, some slides with it. Or you could, um, you know, do a little 60 second video. And there's lots of ways that we can share stories. I don't I think to do to go with what you're most comfortable with but I think the most important thing is to just find the stories that you're comfortable sharing and if you're if you don't know where to start then that thing I just mentioned about picking a moment is a really good way to start you know rather than thinking oh my god I've got to tell the whole journey just pick a moment like what was one moment on the journey where you had to do something completely differently step out of your comfort zone or you made a decision to do something different or you had to step up or walk away or you know get through a challenge or maybe it was a conversation or an event or something you read but just a moment that looking back now you realize was significant, maybe just start with sharing that story, tiny little baby steps. You know, in my book, I don't tell my whole story in one go. It's sprinkled throughout the whole book. There's little bits of my story. Um, it's like little breadcrumbs that you leave, you know, um, but it just gives people a chance to get to know you more than they would if you're just advertising what you do all the time and not giving people a chance to get to know you. If it was up to me, I'd be writing mine with like a quill, yeah. <laughs> and an inkwell. I am That's a real that. pen and pers- paper person, actually. I mean, I, I often you know, kind of in the afternoon or early evening, I'll just sit in the front room with my daughter and she'll be watching telly or playing her game. And I'll literally sit there with a notebook and just be writing stories. And actually, that's quite another good habit to get into is just at the end of every day, just two minutes, just think, is there anything that happened today that I could share? And just write it down in your notebook, you know, and even if you only share one story a week, but if, if you're each day, you're just thinking about like what happened today and it doesn't have to be anything major like literally I've done stories about um walking through Marks and Spencers um and something bizarre happening um I have told very random stories but I always tie it back to you know I make sure it's relatable and I make sure it's relevant um but it's quite a good habit to get into. It's just at the end of the day to just have a think back and just think, what happened today that I could maybe share with my audience that would just help them to get to know me a little bit better? Quite therapeutic as well, just to yeah, sit and well, reflect. Journaling. Yeah, we actually had somebody come into my group um, a couple of weeks ago and did a session on journaling. And, and she literally just gave people prompts and then left them to journal. And it's just another good way of unpacking stories that you may or may not decide to share so imagine that we've got the story we want to tell and we know why we're telling it what's an exercise that we could take away to start engaging with getting this story out there I would start with something very simple so you could either um 
go back and think about a moment. I mean, that is um, normally people will have at least one. They'll have hundreds. But when I ask people to do that, um, they'll often think, you know, of one moment. And it'll often be the moment that they decided to, you know, set off on this journey that has led them here doing what they do now, or they walked out of a job, or they you know, moved away or finished a relationship or something. So you could just choose a moment and and decide to share that. Um, the other thing you can do is think about that that a very simple structure that is in the book. Um, and it is somebody wanted but so then. Um, so if you think about anything in your life, any challenge that you've been through, any time when you wanted something but you didn't know how to get it. You can fit it into that structure. So let's take Dorothy, right? So someone is Dorothy wanted to get back home, right? But she didn't know how to. Her house had been destroyed. So she set off down the yellow brick road and went to see the Wizard of Oz. And then he showed her that actually she had everything she needed to get back home. She just had to tap her shoes together and turn around and say there's no place like home. So actually using that little structure, writing out someone wanted but so then and fitting a story that you want to tell to that structure is a really nice way of keeping it simple, working out what that storyline is. And then, of course, you can go back and put some little details in. But it's quite a good way of getting it out of your head into some kind of order of a story that you can share. <laughs> good. And also, I like the idea of trying to take a a story and find the very mm. the very bones of what actually that is like you just mm. did with Dorothy mm. uh, it's it's quite nice to kind of strip it back yeah it's it's that it's that thread that runs through it you know and and if we added things into that if we if if Dorothy as well as wanting to get home Dorothy also wanted to get another dog because she thought her dog was, you know, needed a playmate. And she was also looking for love in her life. So she was also looking for a boyfriend. Suddenly it gets confusing, right? And there's there's too much in there. So every story you should be able to, in a couple of sentences, sum up the story, you know, in, in 10, 20 seconds, you should be able to um, tell that story and and using that little structure that I just mentioned um, is a really simple way of working out what that is. Now I have to ask if you were the writer and Dorothy was trying to find romance who would you put her with the scarecrow the lion or the tin man <laughs> or none of the above could be the witch could That's be true. Glinda <laughs> the wizard yeah <laughs> um I think I would go for the lion because um I could relate to somebody that was looking for more courage because I've definitely had times in my life where I've really needed to dig deep and find the courage to step up and do something. So, um, yeah. Like, I see what you did there. Yes. You twisted it to, to be relatable. <laughs> We're learning. Absolutely. <laughs> Can you tell us about your book? So it's The Business of Stories. How did this come about and where can we get our hands on a copy? Uh, well, you can get your hands on a copy on any online, you know, book place, Amazon, Waterstones, WH Smiths, um, Barnes & Noble, if you've got uh, people in the States. Um, even uh, my daughter showed me one the other day, I didn't even know it was on. So 
Um, if you literally Google the business of stories, Susan, there is another Susan Payton actually in Australia and she does write books on marketing. Oh. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, mine is the business of stories. Um, why did I write it? I wrote it because I realised how many people were struggling with knowing how to share their story without coming across as if they're bragging or making it about them. And there's so many people out there telling telling business owners, you know, don't talk about you. Nobody cares about you. The customer only cares about themselves. Talk about them. And there is an element of truth in that. But the balance has to be right. If you're just talking about the customer, then how do they know that you're a good fit for them? How do they choose you? How do they, you know, they're not going to have a compelling reason to want to work with you specifically because you never tell them anything about yourself. Of course, if you're only talking about yourself, you know, and I land on your website and you're like, hi, look, I'm amazing. I've won all these awards and, you know, and it's all about you, then I don't know if you get me. You know, you're telling me lots about you, but I have no idea if you understand me. I'm not going to feel seen and heard and understood. So by finding the right balance and by finding how the stories are connected and, you know, joining up those dots and making your stories relatable, then you can get across this is who I am. This is what I'm about. This is what I help you do. This is how I understand your story. This is how I understand where you're at and where you're trying to get to. And this is how I can help you get there. So they're the kind of stories that you want to be sharing is those stories that help your ideal client. And and it is about your ideal client, right? We don't want to work with people who are not a good fit for us. We want people who are you know, who who we love working with. And the best way to do that, the best way that I have found to do that is to share stories and, um, you know, content that shows who I am and how I get you and who you are and what you're about. I started to get the process of what I was doing with clients out of my head and onto paper because I'd only worked one-to-one with clients up until a couple of years ago um and it felt very intuitive it you know I would just ask them lots of questions I'd get the story out of them and then I would kind of say oh you know you're not really getting that across we need to get more of that story across and Um, And this is why you feel called to work with these people because of that bit of your story. And often people would say, I've never made that connection before. Um, So I was doing that with clients, but I didn't know if it was something that I could show other people how to do. I didn't know whether you had to be me, you know, and think the way my brain thought, or am I actually doing something that you, that I could show other people how to do? So I started to kind of document what I was doing and and kind of break down how I was doing it. Um, And it took a while because, you know, a lot of stuff you do intuitively and you're not really conscious of what you're doing. But slowly by slowly, I was unpacking it. Um, And then I started to create the process and the circles, you know, my kind of diagram that I've got, my circles of storytelling magic, I call them. and, I, and to begin with, I was I just had the personal, the business and the customer story and the sweet spot in the middle. And it's only when I started writing the book that I realized 
that there's these intersections in between the circles where they overlap and they are the things that come out of people's stories. So somebody can be telling me their story and I can tell you, you tell me your story, I can tell you your why and your values because they will jump out of your story. Like I never have to ask people what they are. I just unpack their story and, and I know. Um, so, you know, one of the intersections is your why and then there's your people because there will be a connection between your story and the people who you really love working with. And that's where we go a bit deeper with your people. And then there's your value, which is the value to the person that you're working with of working with you. What's the value of, you know, the thing that you help them do or be or have or achieve? Um, so, yeah, I just started getting clearer and clearer on what the process was. And I wrote the book. It came out in March 22. Um, I had no idea it, how well it would do. I was told that the average book sells between 500 and 1,000 copies. Um, so really didn't have any expectations. I just had no idea. Um, but it seems that it is a topic that people really, really need help with. Um, and it's uh, so it's been six, 16, 17 months, I think, and I'm up to 20,000 copies sold. So congratulations. Yeah, really, really um, blown my mind, really. Um, but it's it really is quite a weird feeling, but that it's out there. You know, I mean, I, I literally get the breakdown every six months, country by country. You know, there's countries I've never even been to people I will never know or have any connection with reading it which is which is quite bizarre but it really is just to help people with that you know what story do I share how much do I share you know how do I make it relatable how do I make it relevant how do I use it strategically in my business to attract the right people that's why I wanted the book to do and then off the back of the book I created a group program which I now you know have people coming into they actually get 12 months support in there now which is amazing have you got any examples of businesses that have used this strategy that we can maybe go and have a little peek at so we can see what stories they're sharing? If you go on LinkedIn, there are lots of people doing a really great job on LinkedIn. You know, they are, um, I think more and more people are understanding that business has changed. It's not transactional anymore it's relational you know it's it's people it's like a date people want to get to know each other a little bit first and there are some people really doing fantastic job on LinkedIn but you know there's lots of brands I mean I even did a little post yesterday about the body shop because my daughter and I went into the body shop to buy something and the the little paper bag that they gave us said on it thank you for being a change maker and that's really clever because the body shop get it that it's not about them. They're making the customer the hero of the story. They're the they're providing the the way for their customers to be change makers. Um, but by you know most companies on their bags, it will be their logo, their tagline. It's all about us, you know. Whereas the body shop turned the focus around and made it about the customer and said, "You're the change maker." by coming using the body shop. 
So, um, yeah, there are lots of brands that are doing it really well. You have a five-day challenge coming up that's launching very soon. So what's that going to entail and how do we sign up to be a part of that? Yes, so it's very exciting. It's the second time I've done it. I did it for the first time in June and, oh, I absolutely loved it. I got phenomenal feedback. I think I had something like 400 people registered for it. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was manic, but it was a lot of fun. Um, so it's a very simple five-step process that I take people through over the five days. Um, it's deliberately broken down into tiny little bite-sized pieces. So it would only take people a few minutes every day to get each step of the process. And the process really is how to choose a story that you want to share, how to start it, because a lot of people struggle with like, I don't even know what the first line should be. So I show people exactly how to start the story, how to make it relatable, because story has to be relatable, how to make it relevant, because you want people to know why you're sharing it, right? You don't, storytelling's great, but we don't want people to just think that's a really nice story and then move on. Like we want to, we want to guide them and show them how the story is relevant to what you do um and how to finish the story and um compel people to take action so yeah very simple five sec process comes with a lovely workbook i do like a workbook um that people can just um use and follow and then each evening i go live in the facebook group i just answer any questions that people have got go a little bit deeper on what i shared in the task in the morning, um, answer any questions and give examples and things. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, there is it happens inside a, a free Facebook group, so people can sign up for that. What's the Facebook group called? Uh, well, if, if they go, if you go to www.thebusinessofstories.com/slash five, the the number five day challenge then you sign up that takes you gives you get an email little link to the group you go into the group and then I do a, a pre-start live on the Sunday evening just to let everybody know this is how it's going to work and then the first task drops into your inbox six o'clock on Monday morning UK time um and yeah a little workbook and you get step one and then yeah live each evening and I give away a prize each evening which always seems ah, to yeah always nice. seems to create a bit of a I do have a little random wheelie thing put people's names in that who are who join the live and then somebody gets a prize every evening amazing a lot of fun but yeah, yeah. It, it's really um like I say first time I did it I I really didn't know how it would go but the feedback from people was amazing and lots of people said that it just helped them think of storytelling in a completely different way um and also I think the other thing when when you start to um work on stories is you you get a deeper understanding of the journey that you've been on you know people often say like I feel more connected to what I do now than I did before I feel you know people get a lot of clarity as well unpacking their stories they're like oh now this makes sense and and actually these are the people that I really want to work with um I did funny enough earlier today I did a call in my group about um we're on module uh what is it six your people and I was saying how many people have that aha moment as they're working through the process of, oh, this 
these are the people I really want to work with because, and there's always something in their story that connects it. You know, I thought I was just wanted to be a business coach to anybody with a business, but now I've realized I want to be a business coach for people who've got really young children because when my children were really young, I had to put my business on hold because I didn't know how to do both. You know, if I knew then what I know now, I could have carried on with my business and been present for my children. So, you know, it's just that kind of clarity, but, but you get that from unpacking your stories. You get that from joining up those dots. Yeah, we'll put the link in the show notes so people can just go straight there and sign up. Well, Susan Payton, it's been so much fun being with you today and chatting one of my favourite topics with, about stories. So thank you very much for sharing your expertise. Oh, you're welcome. And you're welcome. good luck with your five-day challenge. Thank you very much. And thank you for inviting me. It's been a lot of fun. If you're enjoying the Singing Teachers Talk podcast, and who are we kidding? Of course you are. Share the love by giving us a five-star rating and leaving a comment. Just head to the Singing Teachers Talk main page on the Apple Podcast app and scroll to the bottom to click Write a Review.